Welcome back to another demonetized episode of the Brandon <laughs> Podcast. I am now your favorite big TD. <laughs> I guess I didn't even read the script. You didn't read the script. That's fine. I, I guess it said demonized, but I guess. Oh. <laughs> Well, you didn't know how to read, so... Well, guys, oh. all of our episodes are demonetized. They literally. Because we never got monetized to begin with. So if <laughs> you want to help us out, tell your neighbor, your mom, your grandma, your pastor... To hate vote. share us. Hate share, share us. Yeah, hate share us and have them subscribe to YouTube. <laughs> yes. uh, and I'm Beth, your spicy Satanist. Uh, so, Beth, yes. how was your vacation? The pictures were fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm extremely jealous. Fucking Fantastic! I even got to experience the head of Christ. Oh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. The head of Christ? Yeah, I have a picture. Hold on. Here we go. This is at the what? Met. Oh, God damn it. Not the head I was thinking about. Mm. Let's get blasphemous. Let's get dangerous. Get in the bus. Get on the bus. We'll see you in hell. course that's what you were thinking about i'm talking about art at the met do you, do you blame me uh yeah also afterwards i put a chocolate covered dick in my mouth what what i have a photo it's a waffle god damn it See? oh you son chocolate dick you, okay. yeah for those of you listening like bro you need to be here uh, what are you doing with your on life? the youtubes uh, but anyway, uh, if you would like to experience the head of Christ, uh, consider becoming a Patreon. Uh, if you go to patreon.com slash burning in 666, you can get some head of Christ. Uh, you can become a member by being a sinner for only $3 a month. We'll give you a thank you message. Mm-hmm. But the most popular one is heathen level for $6.66 a month. We will shout you out on every episode. It is very exhausting, but we will do it just for you. I use my mouth a lot. It's fine. Yeah, so do I. Uh, uh, You can be a blasphemer for $20 a month. If you really like what we do, you get all of that, but you also get a sticker, a shirt, a hoodie, a poster, all of this shit. It's fucking awesome. It's good shit. It's good shit. It's good shit. But if you like us more than we like ourselves, just very fucking pathetic and not very hard to do. Um, (laughs) You can be on the diabolical level for $50 a month. You get everything we mentioned. Plus you get access to an early episode. (laughs) We will do shady things for you. I normally do shady things for tacos, but for that level of membership, it's a very expensive taco. I will do whatever you want. <laughs> I want a a twenty piece chicken nugget. No. Are you still working with the wrong eye? <laughs> God damn! It. I have issues. You do have issues. You do. But anywho, on today's episode, we have the absolute pleasure of speaking with Eggfiest Earthling. Did I say it right? Yeah, you did. <laughs> no, no, you did. Eggfiest. <laughs> Oh Welcome, my shit show. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the shit show. We, it's not the struggle, or no, it's not the journal. It's the struggle on the show. It's, it's not the journal. <laughs> Well, welcome. Hopefully, you're having maybe a good a time so show. far. Maybe <laughs> it's Maybelline. I don't know. God damn it. 
Well, yes, welcome to our shit show, and hopefully you won't regret uh, being on the show. I think she already does. <laughs> probably, probably. <laughs> By the I way, I fucking love the horns. I'm jealous, because I have the cat ears. I don't know if you can tell, because it's green screen, but... Oh, yeah. I love it. And I don't see your cat ears. Aura. I know. <laughs> see, those there are you go. badass. That's so fun. Yes. Are those 3D printed? They are. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I'm jealous. <laughs> nice. God damn it. I love it. But yeah, thank you for being here. Thank you for being a friend. Thanks for having me on. I'm super excited. Fuck yeah. That's what we like. (laughs) Oh, we're dabbing already. (laughs) We're dabbing. We're dabbing. Okay. That's what we're doing today. (laughs) But before we move on, do you know what time it is, Smell? What time is it, Beth? Time for... Final verse of the day. Per uh, unholy tradition, we would love the guests to read the Bible verse of the day. What do you have for us? Yes. Yeah, so um, this isn't as gruesome and graphic as probably some of the others that have been shared on here. Wah, wah. <laughs> it's so dehumanizing. Um, Ooh, in fact, I, I think that. it could actually be more insidious because of the subtle way that it sneaks mm. into and impacts our lives. You're using very complicated words. Um. <laughs> God damn it. Um, <laughs> Also, this verse, I've had it quoted to me by close loved ones, so I've got a bone to pick with it. Ooh, um, okay. It has a special right. place in my heart. But um, okay. So this is Romans 1, 18 through 20. Okay. So the wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. And since what, be, what may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his internal his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. (laughs) So I, I can see that uh, a disgusting way of shifting blame of everything towards the believer slash non-believer. This is all your fault. Yep. Right. You are wicked and you know it. Something like that. Yeah. So something that I think is so insidious about it is the whole concept of like God is obvious. The Bible's clear. Um, it causes people to put their own beliefs and conclusions on a pedestal um, because it makes them assume their personal interpretation and understanding what's obvious to them must be a one size fits all or default. Um, and if the Bible says this interpretation is clear or this is clear, then you assume this is what's clear to me. So everyone else must be clear too. Um, so if someone disagrees, then this is confirmation of your religion, mm. basically, um, because the Bible says that people will disagree. And I think that's really dangerous. Um, <sighs> yep. But yeah. What and the then, Bible says, yep. Yeah. Yep. And when people disagree, it's not only because they're disingenuous, but evil. And so um, they're suppressing the truth in their unrighteousness. You can quickly see how problematic and dehumanizing, like, it gets. I knew that's why you disagree with me, Mel, because you're so fucking wicked. Wicked. I mean, my cosplay is a witch, so, you know, naturally. (laughs) Well, thank you for sharing that. It's so, so beautiful. I hate it. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I hate it. <laughs> and that was the verse of the day. All right. So we would love to get to know you. Um, can you tell us uh, your religious background and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I grew up evangelical Christian, um, mm. non-denominational, but no, my no. dad was a pastor 
um, he had like a Southern Baptist background. Mm. So he almost like deconstructed from that a little bit. And so it's interesting to see that then I deconstructed more. But um, I grew up a pastor's kid. I was super involved in the church. Um, My dad even worked at Caleb Radio for a little while. And then he worked at the Creation Museum. Oh, no way. So I'm located close to there. So um, and then high school growing up, super involved in youth group. Um, I went to Cedarville University, which was a private Baptist Christian university. Um, we had chapel every day. Um, and Ooh. I have my Bible minor from there. Um, Bible minor? Yeah. What was your I, major? Uh, graphic design. Okay. I love it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so then I also then in the summer of like college did a missions intern or a missions. It was like a missions program. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did training um for a couple months um just learning about the major world religions um we got to do a lot of temple and mosque visits so that was cool and learning about most of the education was from christian so that part sketchy but (laughs) we did get to um like meet up with uh people that actually believe the religions and through the visits so i think that was pretty big in my deconstruction um but then i more started deconstructing after college Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm very surprised that they actually like allowed you to. They exposed you to exp- other. Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah. wait a minute. They shot themselves yeah. in the foot. Right. <laughs> I took a world religions class in college as well. And I remember that mm-hmm. there was, I guess you could say a field trip. One time we went to a, a, a Jewish uh, synagogue. Mm-hmm. We got to see a service. I had to wear the yamaka. Is it yamaka? Is, it, is that what it's called? I think so. Yeah. 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 Little, little hat. Yes. Yeah. And then we went to, a, I didn't get to go to a mosque though, but it was, it was kind of cool yeah. uh, learning about other people's religions. Yeah. yeah. It's so crazy. Cause one of the um, temples that we left, I remember leaving and all the Christians were talking about how they sensed this demonic spirit there. And I remember every single time I would go into these like temple mosque visits and all to learn about these cultures, I was I was so superstitious at the time. So going in, I was very much like, I'm going to try to be aware of every single last like feeling um, and thought that goes through my head. I'm going to be so aware and just taking in the environment. And like, I didn't feel anything wrong with any of it. And so then I was just so confused. And then there was a different temple that we went to. Um where um, as we were leaving, they were kind of like some of the leaders in the group were looking at us and going, wow, isn't it so sad that um, these people that join this religion, it tends to be because they're looking for community and they're kind of in an unstable place in their life. And oh my I was God. like rattling off. And <laughs> I remember at the time that kind of clicking in my head and being like, huh like christianity is kind of similar (laughs) so little things like that i look back on that i didn't quite catch at the time but then in hindsight i'm like that was a moment in my head that i was like processing like Mm -hmm. starting the deconstruction journey just not all out like yeah going down the road but yeah was was there like a like um, other than that, was it like a, a big moment for you to start like actually like deconstructing? Like the snowball just like grew and grew and grew. This is 
this is going to be uh, so cringy and all the Christians <laughs> are going to like discount me for this. But I started dating someone who believed evolution. And this was college. I didn't even so I had gone to public school and learned about mm. evolution. But it was through the lens of like, oh, everyone has their biases. So mm -hmm. like there's some scientists over here that take the information and come to the conclusion that it's evolution. But lots of other like my creation museum background is telling me that like, oh, there's a ton of people over here, a ton of scientists that also believe in a young earth, though. And it wasn't until I was out of college and like having lots of discussions with him that I was realizing and like finally looking more into it and realizing, oh, shoot, this is like 95, 99% of scientists are on are like agreeing with this. And also it just makes sense to me. Mm. And then I was like finding actual reasons why like a young earth doesn't actually add up because mm. At the Creation Museum, I was hearing them pitch um, like stuff about geology and all this, but I wasn't hearing the responses to those pitches. Mm. It was like I had to go a few layers deeper to hear yeah. like, the response. It was very self-contained, right? Yeah. Very in a vacuum. Yeah. Echo chamber kind of situation. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not yeah. challenged at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Like my, my favorite thing to watch if I'm ever like depressed is the Bill Nye going <laughs> to that the same museum museum i know and, exactly what you're talking oh, about yeah. right? yep oh god it's uh, so good <laughs> it's so crazy how like i watched my family watched the um ken ham bill nye debate mm. and i thought ken ham won that's that's how <laughs> that's indoctrinated oh, wow. okay. i was okay so bad i was also like younger at the time but mm. i think back and i'm i was so indoctrinated i started reading so the bible like every day at 11 years old so i think some of those stories and stuff just were so deeply ingrained i couldn't see outside of it yeah yeah when did you yeah. realize that the genesis story was actually a fucking massacre <laughs> <laughs> a genocide oh is as that a, why as it's a called kid, genesis as a kid you rationalize right. it, right? oh they were mm. evil they were wicked right. and this evil is, babies there's a reason after, you know behind everything that god does right and yeah. then you read it again <laughs> yeah. from, the, from an outside lens where right? like, oh, what the fuck, man? He drowned everybody. And I remember Oops. learning about bottlenecking and how like huh? there's an instant where the uh, cheetah population like dwindled down. And so they had, that's why cheetahs all look so similar. And so then with like humans going down to just a couple people um, with like Noah's flood and stuff, mm. it just genetically couldn't work <laughs> well you start I mean, the, the bible earth. really likes incest yeah, right. so you start the earth twice with incest so yeah <laughs> things get kind of muddy after that let's fuck mom <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. and then you Pretty realize much. so quickly mm. once i think maybe i was studying other religions honestly mm, i don't think okay. i knew how weird it was until i started hearing other religions that I hadn't been indoctrinated and was thinking that's a weird origin story and so then I think I could start applying that to like Christianity yeah. whereas before it was just like so like I had been told these things every day of my life and so mm. they were just so normal yeah um but I even remember being in a class with um some of those Christians who I was doing the missions courses with and they were laughing at 
um, some of the origin story from like Hindu Hinduism and stuff. And I remember thinking it was really disrespectful that they were laughing at this other religion's origin story and actively thinking this doesn't sound any crazier than (laughs) Adam and Eve Mm. eating a fruit. And then the flood, the and then serpent. the talking right. snake. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you gotta be like so indoctrinated and blinded to not see how ridiculous or equally ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is la- compared to other stories. Yeah, them. right. Just it's like, yeah, yeah, ours level. makes more sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god. Ugh. But yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. So it was that that event, and then you just it just snowballed for you after that. Yeah. So then, um, every time my boyfriend and I would hang out, like our date nights would essentially be watching Polygia, oh. Shannon Q, okay. no um, and stuff like what? that. That's romantic and as shit. What are you talking about? Oh my I God. know. And yeah. so I started like listening to. I'm not kidding. Hundreds of hours. Like I have playlists saved like categorized into like evolution historical okay. evidence for jesus like and you can find wow. some of them on my uh youtube channel mm-hmm. but i i and then i'd listen to these lectures and debates just over and over um and so that brought me i think biblical inerrancy was mm-hmm. a really big one during that time and trying to figure out methods of how we figure out whether something's divine how we measure the supernatural um I think we don't it, yeah <laughs> yeah so um that was the nail in the coffin um mm. even more than evolution although i still have issues with how evolution would how you could be christian and believe evolution but the nail in the coffin was definitely right. stuff like uh, methods to arriving at truth and the supernatural and stuff like that but don't you know God um, created the dinosaurs and placed the bone? So, no, Satan <laughs> put the fossils no, I, there. No, I heard God did that. Oh, so I don't know. They got their stories mixed up again. So <laughs> <laughs> this all sounds very recent since you mentioned Polygia and yeah and Shannon. When? How long ago was this? Um. So I started dating him in 2018. That's what kind of kicked off. Um, so then by 2020 I was like saying I'm an atheist out loud which is a big deal because there was a long time where I was like oh I don't I don't know if I believe but I'm not not an atheist though but (laughs) dirty um, dirty (laughs) and so by 2020 that was when I was like no I'm I'm an atheist um I wasn't out to my family until like 2021 though um shit How did that go? Yeah. That was... Surprise! (laughs) So I had started sharing things on social media, Mm. on Instagram, on my personal page, Mm. and blocking just on my stories, though, and started and was blocking, like, close relatives from seeing it. Mm -hmm. So the reason I started sharing on my personal page was because of the BLM stuff that was happening and the stuff with Trump. And I was seeing the connections to Christian nationalism and how it was perpetuating white supremacy um, and everything that was going on and how Christians were reacting to it. Mm -hmm. So I had this big moment where I essentially like, I don't know why I was looking up like slavery in the Bible. 
relating to these things. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't know there was a deconstruction community at all by this time. But um, so then I posted this big, like, multi, um, multi uh, frame story that just Mm. um, did, like, a comprehensive overview of slavery in the Bible. And at this point, like, almost no one knew I was, like, not a Christian because I was super devout. Um, and that was, that was such a big part of my life. So then I think a lot of people were very shocked. Um, and I did block my parents from it, Mm -hmm. even though I had a feeling it would probably get back to them. And somebody then I kept sharing other stuff during Mm -hmm. the, like about Christian nationalism. Yeah. And so then it eventually got back to my parents. One of my close Mm -hmm. friends like shared, um, and my mom has been very much like, doesn't want to talk about it doesn't want to be too assertive i think she is in denial that i'm an atheist and um she avoids the subject yeah and she was very much along the lines of like oh you're still looking though you're still like just trying to find your way so she kind of like the it's just a phase Right. right um and i haven't she has deconstructed on her own quite a bit she's a lot more liberal than she was when i was growing up yeah um so she's like pro-choice she's like um very like anti-christian nationalism and so like everyone should be even christians should be against christian nationalism yeah yep um freedom of religion benefits everyone even christians so correct yep um so I don't discuss my views with her as much. Mm -hmm. And I think after that initial, like finding out she was sad, but then kind of like took the, it's just a phase thing. So then my dad heard about it through a friend, which I'm still not sure who told him. And I'm kind of curious, but um, he's very confrontational. And so he, he approached me and was essentially like, um, telling me he's not okay with me sharing about this stuff and how um uh yeah so after the initial confrontation though surprisingly he kind of dropped off and Mm -hmm. hasn't talked about it much Mm -hmm. um but then i'll go over to his house and i'll see like He'll have like he has like an a big whiteboard in his office and it'll say stuff like um and he doesn't know that I saw this, I don't think. <laughs> but it has um like reasons for Christianity in the center, this bubble. Oh, wow. And then it branches out and it's like historical, scientific, all this. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> it looks like something that a pastor would like write at his little in his little sermon, but um he has told me he wants to talk about religion and then somehow it hasn't really come up. I yeah. think. Well, sometimes it's not even worth it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like my mom, you know, like she, she's Catholic. She's a believer, whatever, but we never talk about any of this. Yeah. Stuff. And she knows I don't believe she, she knows I'm a, I've always been like this since I was a kid. So yeah, she never pushes it either. Wow. So but she's one of those, like, she will just kind of avoid yeah. the subject. Because it's have... not even worth it. It's like, doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. <laughs> I have so much respect for people that 
growing up, even when they were young, that's how my husband is. He like never, almost never bought in. Like he kind of bought in, but he never really like felt um, like moved at church. He never right. thought the evidence was that compelling. And yeah. then finding his way out was like a lot easier. Um, mm -hmm. For me, it was like a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> were you uh, indoctrinated into also believing in hell and how was that how was deconstructed yeah so i surprisingly don't ha so so i did believe hell yeah. and i think that was very much what influenced me to want to go into missions which now i view as colonization yes. but um 100%. Uh, yes and <laughs> i didn't That's see it is. as colonization because my heart was in the right place i i wanted to help people right right so I, because my heart was good, I didn't think it was harmful, but it, now I realize it doesn't matter what your intentions are. It's about pushing your views onto people right. without them having a choice. That's the issue. Right. Um, you can't decide what morality is and what other people's boundaries and values are for them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so, but yeah, so I believed in hell and that's why I was frantically wanting to spread the gospel. Um, I think when I began deconstructing, because I dove in just headfirst to all these lectures and debates, mm. I was scared while I was deconstructing that I was being abandoned by God and that what if I go to hell? But then I think because I just realized at some point a good loving God would not let me go to hell over a misunderstanding. And he sees how hard I try. He sees how much I'm seeking. Yeah. So right. Your sincerity and seeking right. truth. So sincere. Right? Yeah. yeah. So um, I think I kind of just like let it, I think it kind of naturally just let go because I was like, I, if this is a good God, I'll, I'll be okay. Yeah. Um, okay. And Perfect. I know a lot of people don't have that. I know there's a lot of people with trauma of that. But so I'm thankful that mm -hmm. I, yeah. after those two chaotic years, I was kind of able to like it fizzled out. Wow. Hmm. That's yeah. Interesting. Fuck yeah. Um, so, okay. What is an atheist? <laughs> yeah. Please expand our knowledge. <laughs> so, um, so... Oh. It's kind of hard to find a really comprehensive overview of atheism. I feel like you can find bits of piece, bits and pieces like here and there. Um, so I'm trying to really give people a solid overview. So there's some place they can look and see like what these terms mean and if that resonates with them. Just Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or ChatGPT is good. Ask I mean about atheism. Um, so atheism, or some people call it a agnosticism mm, okay. um, was made popular in the 1960s by Sherwin Wine, who is a queer Jewish rabbi. Oh, okay. um, and he founded humanistic Judaism, which is a non-theistic form of Judaism. Um, okay. A lot of people say that he coined the term atheist, but I saw an interview of him directly saying that someone else, like he learned it from a professor. So, but everywhere you see, so I don't know if I misheard because everywhere you see it says that he coined it. Oh. So mm. up for debate. So I just say he made it popular. Um, okay. 
but ichthyism is essentially a subcategory of agnostic atheism. Okay. Um, it often goes hand in hand with theological non-cognitivism. So theological non-cognitivists tend to say there isn't any coherent definition of God. While ichthyists, on the other hand, would be more likely to suggest that since everyone comes to the table with numerous assumptions and definitions of God and the supernatural, for anyone to have a meaningful discussion, we must have a coherent and unambiguous concept defined. Um, and because it's is, so ambiguous, right? Definitions yeah. are ambiguous. Somebody can say this right. is God and someone else can say, oh, no, yeah. this is God. Yeah, because okay. some people might say um, that they believe in God and then you ask them what that means and they might define it as the universe yeah. and or just right. saying like this energy, God is all this like one big energy that kind of like fuels everything. And like, I honestly believe in a God that is the universe. So it, like, it really depends on your definition. Um This is like a really key part of it, though, that I see a lot of kickback on. It's not to say that God doesn't exist or like I know no gods have ever existed, mm -hmm. but rather that a God we don't understand is functionally meaningless and useless to us. Yeah. And that it's not only intellectually dishonest, but dangerous to come to conclusions on or dictate my or other people's lives on something we grasp so little. Basically agnosticism, but yeah. to adding yeah. the element that the utilitarian, the lack of. Yeah need for it or that it's just useless okay yeah for sure so then especially cool. when christians come to us and they say foundationally their pitch themselves is at the core you and i cannot understand the god of the universe and your fallible human brain couldn't possibly understand like the supernatural we can't study the supernatural my God works in mysterious ways. <laughs> um, I work in mysterious ways. Yeah, right. Mm. <laughs> so then from the get-go, if they're saying he's unfalsifiable and can't be studied, yeah, they're making their God completely irrelevant mm. to anyone. And that's not only unhelpful, but dangerous. Right. I always find that very ironic, very funny how they want to talk about this God, but at the same time saying that nobody can comprehend it. <clears throat> yeah. I'm like, well, why the fuck are you telling me? Why should I yeah. listen to anything <laughs> you're saying if supposedly nobody can comprehend it to begin with? And he yeah. lives outside of space and time. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is that? Like, God. Well, like, think I've, about I've, it this way. It's a microwave, right? A God, is, <laughs> God is the one pressing start. We're inside the microwave. Is that where he cooks all the foreskins he's collected? <laughs> <laughs> we use air fryer staff. <laughs> Crispy foreskins Crispy. from the Bible. That should be another product that we have to <laughs> make a commercial for. <laughs> Good. Sorry, uh, <laughs> we have rot, brain rot. So, <laughs> brain what? <laughs> brain rot. <laughs> that, that's what I call it anyway. <laughs> oh my god! It's true. It's, it's true. It's true. <laughs> it's a medical condition, but yeah. Anywho, uh, no, I, I, I totally, totally get what you're saying. Uh, that's that's a cool definition. Um, I like it. Yeah. Um, so you're on TikTok, right? And it, um, yes. did you start as what your content is now or did you like work up to it? Um, so I 
started kind of posting I okay so I started posting on Instagram first mm. okay. and I started as untestimony and then I think that was general deconstruction stuff I think it was more of like an internal critique of Christianity so I would discuss like bible verses like slavery mm. um the genesis stories and stuff like that and then I think over time it shifted to more external so like how do we determine the divine or the supernatural? How do we arrive methods to arriving at truth? Mm. I still cover like language because I really enjoy um, like discussing inerrancy and um, how Christians use language and how this influences their thought process. And um, but I think over time it switched more of to like, yeah, that external thing. And then I've really found that the reasons that I am an atheist, it's um, kind of like I said, it's not just saying God doesn't exist. It's that if I don't understand God, it's functionally useless to me. Like, and not saying that in a way like I don't want God or I don't like God, but just that like it's completely incoherent to me. Like you mentioned about the God outside of space and time. It's like, I've actually never existed out spa outside of space mm -hmm. and time. Right. So how the hell am I supposed to <laughs> utilize that information in any meaningful way? It's just nonsense. Right. It's yep. equals, equals to non-existence. Yeah. That's yeah. what that means. <laughs> uh, is it just as crazy uh, on, on Instagram as it is on TikTok? I was more involved in the deconstruction community on okay. Instagram, and then I'm more involved in like the atheist community on um, on TikTok. Okay, so, I didn't know there was an Instagram deconstruction community. Yeah, I have no idea. It's so wild because I going into 2020, I didn't know that there were any of those communities. Mm. And so then I started posting on my personal story and then I shifted over to like making an account just to post about that stuff. Mm. Um, and then do you know John Steingard? He he came uh, out deconstructing. He um, he's a singer in. Um, oh. I don't know why I'm blanking on the name, but he came out as deconstructing. Um, <laughs> And that was a big deal. And I think he used the hashtags like deconstruction or something like that. So I, that was what opened up like, oh my God, there's this whole community of people who are talking about this stuff. So then I kind of started sharing stuff on Instagram. Um, it is, I would say it is as crazy. And one of the reasons I actually left Instagram is because there was, there was so much debate about what, what the right way to deconstruct is. Mm. and mm. okay it was frustrating to see that some people yeah just i don't know i think yeah i don't know i think a, another big issue is that i think i'm more of a naturalist and a lot of people over there are very spiritual so then okay. finding a community of people who were very like-minded um on TikTok immediately. Not that they're not over on Instagram. I sure I could have gotten involved, but it's mm -hmm. like it's easier to find a wide variety of people and p views that challenge yours mm -hmm. on TikTok. Whereas 
Instagram, it's more like the people who show up on your feed are the people you're directly following. So right. I, I really like that about TikTok because then I can see Christian yes. content. I can yes. try to like right. purposely um, like content from like people of color or <laughs> um, other stuff like that to really like um, branch outside of my views. Yes. And it's more um, the discourse is more like a conversation. Um, I like responding to comments and then responding to videos. On Instagram, I was just doing like posts. Mm, now okay. I, now I post my um reels and stuff but yeah. I wasn't doing anything with my face in it I was just doing oh. like text on a, oh, a okay. little um, gotcha. like graphic thing or a little design yeah um, on Instagram okay yeah I only have on Instagram to see to to look at accounts I don't even post anything I yeah. don't even have a yeah, face. He's lurking. Just yeah, I was just saying, you're, you're lurking. <laughs> but I know I just, yeah, I guess. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I like looking at tattoo artists, you know, that kind you of stuff. Because they quickly. all post on, on Instagram. <laughs> but I don't yeah. really use it. I didn't even know people got into communities and commented on each other's yeah. shit oh. like that. Yeah. What? Our show has an Instagram. Yes, it does. And I knew this. <laughs> this is definitely not the first time that you've uh, known this. <laughs> Yeah, but, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I, I used to have like a, a, a well, I, I have a private one that I had a public one to like post OnlyFans yeah. and just our, our stuff too. But I was like, eh. so I just, I just have a private one, but uh, yeah, you know, I, I Instagram poor, it's fine. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Um, so uh, how long have you been on TikTok? So I think, I believe I started TikTok in 2021. Okay. Um, but it was like later into the year. Okay. Um, I started Instagram either uh, late 2020. So okay. I think there was like a whole year almost before I was um, – before I had like gone to the other platform. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you've run into a lot of the toxicity on TikTok and being an, an outspoken uh, – woman on atheist on uh who's an atheist as well right. so it's like I, like i'm very curious on what other other people other atheists have experienced um so have, have you received any death yeah. threats yet <laughs> surprisingly no oh, <laughs> maybe, I, maybe i have i've gotten some pretty rough uh mm. like sexual uh yeah things and then something that frustrates me too is just always comments on my appearance like mm. everything yep. is yep. taken as intentional yeah like everything and everything is seen as like if i'm wearing like a low-cut shirt or mm. something it's like oh you're trying to get our attention you're trying to do this or um or i just have boobs yeah I, i'm like that's you know oops. like yeah what's that audio um <laughs> Am I, uh, am I or like, am I showing cleavage or, 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 or do I, do I just have, boot? Like, yeah, exactly. I, 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 know, I, know, I know that audio. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> or if like my hair is messy, it's always seen as like, just like intentional for some reason. Right. And it's like, why? Like none of this was ever about my appearance, like, yeah. or people calling me ugly or even like objectifying. It's like, none of that is about my words ever so like it can be frustrating and and i like compliments there are people that are very kind and yeah. that don't objectify like yeah. not all compliments are objectifying so i don't mm -hmm. just mean that i like 
don't like any comments whatsoever. But just when the sole focus is always comes back to that after I just spent like three minutes giving a comprehensive overview right. of like my thoughts on free will and then that's their takeaway. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it, yeah, it's very, it's very frustrating because yeah. I, uh, being a plus size lady, they're always like, oh, you're fat. And I'll be like, oh, that was the first time I've ever heard that. What? <laughs> Who, why didn't you tell me like that, that kind of bullshit yeah. you know like yeah really <laughs> yeah and if if they don't feel like they can consume your specific type of beauty if you're not their exact type they like are right. personally offended yes they yep. take it so personal right. and they go out of their way to tell you that they can't consume you and they're mad about it <laughs> <laughs> I can't consume you. <laughs> it makes me very mad. Uh, that's like crazy. <laughs> damn it. That's a good way to put I've never heard of that. Yeah, that's, that's actually really, really good. Yeah. That yep. They, they but, but they hate watch you, and that's like the thing. They hate yeah. watch you. Yeah. Oh god. Just and it's like honestly really obsessive behavior. It is. It is. Like, just scroll on. If you hate the content, just do you know how an me. algorithm works? Like, just right. move on. Like, like I'm on your you, For You page for a reason. You yeah. you know, you keep if, commenting on my shit. That's so that's you. one thing, right? I don't <laughs> go to Christian oh videos and comment, you know, right. dumb shit. No. I really don't. Right. I mean, I see them. I scroll. Yeah. But I don't really comment like, oh, your God's fake. Oh, Jesus sucks yeah. or some shit like that. But when they come to my page and then I make a video responding to their comments, yeah. oh, they get so mad. Yeah. Because they feel so entitled, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, yes. My religion is the only true one. And this is a Christian nation. It, you can't okay. criticize it. <laughs> yeah. You can't criticize my beliefs, you know? Oh, God. God will not be mocked. Oh, hold my beer. <laughs> Just keep watching. <laughs> Literally. Like, I have artwork that, uh, more than mocking your God. Okay. So, God. <laughs> like, I, I love and I hate that app so much. Same. Totally. It, Same. It, it's trash. It's horrible. But, but sometimes there's, there's a few gems, you know, and it's like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> But, you yeah. you mentioned something about free will. What what are your thoughts on free will, if I may ask? Oh. In a nutshell. In a nutshell. <laughs> okay, so I just want to preface this with I have a couple of videos, like kind of more recent, yeah. where I've given a really comprehensive overview. So if if I don't do a good job summarizing this, go check those out. Okay. Um, <laughs> I actually, it's crazy because as a Christian, I believe we have free will. And as an atheist, I don't. Mm -hmm. um, but I still think we're the vessels that experience and perform the actions. So I still view it as um, we're like moving forward through time and we don't know the future. So everything feels new to us. But then when you break it down, we only have a sample size of one reality. So I don't know how we could even prove that it could go different. Um, but essentially my thought is – just in the same way a rock is pushed down a river, um, like the atoms in my brain are a result of cause and effect, just like all the other atoms and energy in the universe. So um, we're really just a result of our environment and um, a result of cause and effect. And I think about my content that I make. 
I've never had an original thought ever. Anything I've ever said is because I've watched hundreds of hours of like Apologia and Shannon Q, like I yeah. said, Prophet of Zod, um, Godless right. Engineer, yeah. all these yes. people. I didn't pull that out of my ass. Like mm -hmm. I'm, I am going off of all of my life experiences in Christianity and these really intelligent people and then not making something new, but reconstructing it into something slightly different, mm -hmm. just the same stuff. And so that's kind of how I view like how we move through life just in general. It's all just building off of what's behind us. Yes. And so those things, our environment and context influence our actions moving totally. forward. Hmm. That's how I see it too. Yeah. But you explain it like hundred <laughs> times better than I would <laughs> I ever be it. able to explain I it. I doubt it. <laughs> Eloquent. <laughs> You're a smart lady. Smart, smart lady. <laughs> God damn it. So what is your YouTube channel? So it's igtheist.earthling. Oh. And I just post okay. shorts there. Okay. Okay. Maybe eventually I'll do longer format, but right now I just post reels. Um, just what I post over on TikTok. Okay. Although I will say, um, my playlists are public that have um that are categorized of some oh, of my favorite okay. um creators and um the channels that I'm subscribed to um, of some of my favorite creators, I think it's a really good resource if you're just starting out questioning and don't even mm. know where to look. Cause that's nice. sometimes the scariest part is just like yes. not even knowing what questions to begin asking. So like, I think that could be a really, I leave that up for a good resource for people yeah. if they're curious about um, just getting like a little bit of, um, a step forward and hearing what different perspectives believe directly from them instead of through a Christian lens yes, um, where they disagree with those perspectives, but hearing directly from people is really important. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, well, it's, um, do you think that you'll like actually start making longer videos on, on your YouTube eventually? I might. Um, okay. I'm just so much of a person that wants to script everything. Uh, I get, yeah. I get okay. so nervous. And so it already takes me too long to script my like <laughs> current videos that are only yeah. 60 seconds. Right. Oh, wow. It would take That's me like, work. I know I put so much work and thought into it and it would look so silly because some people make it look so effortless and I'm like, I'm working my ass off. <laughs> like, but, um, I, um uh yeah doing like a 30 minute video i i think i would like be too perfectionist and be yeah. like every word has mm -hmm. to be like planned mm -hmm. and i don't think i could do it yeah. <laughs> well i think with with your your um playlist it's very good because people like they don't know where to start so yeah. who are on the fence or just you know curious yeah. and that that's beautiful i love that yeah so see doing good work Unlike us, it's doing the <laughs> doing the Lord's work. The Lord's work. <laughs> so here's uh, here's the channel. As you can see, multiple playlists. Woo -woo. There's even one for free will right here. I fucking love this. This is so organized. You know, it's just like what we do here on this podcast. You know, because we're so organized and so organized, and oh my God. everything we do is scripted. Um, <laughs> So, <laughs> but he never reads the script that I write for him. It's, it's pretty fine. much. It's fine. It's, it's fine. pretty much. The, we're doing the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, 
I wish I was that d- delusional, you know? Like, <laughs> it, must, it must be so nice not to have to think, you know? <laughs> How <laughs> rude. Oh, yeah, yeah. So what is your, <laughs> what is your favorite worst argument that you've seen on TikTok <laughs> for, like, the proof of God, the evidence of God? Hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> trying to think look at the trees I mean, <laughs> yeah <laughs> honestly that is a rough one because i'll hear christians like talk about like well look at the look at creation it's so perfect look at the human eye it's so perfect <sighs> that's why i need glasses then, that's right? why you need glasses <laughs> so much of the population wears glasses yeah. and if you point that out they're like well that's just because of the fall and it's like yeah. so it's it's, it's perfect. Fault. Yep. It's perfect, but not perfect enough to be perfect. Because you're it's wicked. Like... That's why mm-hmm. <laughs> the wickedness has corrupted yeah. the integrity of the eye. Yeah. The it's just they want it both ways. You can't claim perfection and then claim mm-hmm. not perfection at the exactly. same time. Yeah, right. <laughs> so silly. Like if, if I was a god, I would not make the same hole that you eat out of your breathing hole. You know, yeah. that's, it's little things, little make things. Make little, you know, like. God damn it! I fucking hate it here. So I have a question: <laughs> uh, What would be some advice that you would give to somebody who's starting to doubt, to mm. deconstruct, to you know, just look at their own beliefs critically? Is there something that you would tell someone who is in that stage um i think for me when i was deconstructing that chaos and uncertainty the terror of uncertainty at least mm-hmm. the fear of uncertainty i thought that was gonna last forever oh i thought i i lost my closest christian friends mm-hmm. my family finding out i was an atheist put a big rift between us for a long time yeah. um i never thought i would feel like content or um have stability again um what i found is as soon as i rebuilt community and mm. it took years and i'm still working at it it's and a there's lot still of bad days yeah especially mm. with covid in the pandemic because i Oof. deconstructed when that was happening so it was very mm. isolating right um For sure working my ass off to like have girls nights and like invite friends over and um push myself outside of my comfort zone because i'm such an introvert and when you don't have like the scripts the social scripts of like church community and Mm -hmm. the regular meetings it's you you have to like create them yourself almost um you have to like be a regular at a coffee shop and like try to talk to people um but as soon as i was fostering that community and like building relationships back really that filled my god-shaped hole like that like Hmm. instability and terror essentially (laughs) um essentially (laughs) went away i i as soon as i said it as soon as i said it i was like connecting the dots Um, (laughs) but like that doesn't exist um I, I, it's all about like relationships and mm-hmm. intimacy. And if you feel safe in right. your community, yes. Um, and if right. you feel like you can authentically be yourself with your yeah. loved ones, yeah. Um, as soon as that came back, um, 
it really there wasn't terror about the afterlife and other things so um um i would i would say like just know that nothing lasts forever even the bad um and uh life is constantly changing so you don't know when those good things are going to pop up into your life so um just have hope that like you're about to turn the corner i guess um Mm -hmm. and that um there's a big community of people like maybe you have to find it online but there's a big community of people who might be like-minded and can like kind of fill in that family role while you're still trying to like figure out who you are and um ground yourself again and unfortunately not everybody has access to that or that capacity or or maybe they're not safe where they're at yeah right so um but speaking of which uh we want to give a big shout out to recovering from religion uh which is an amazing nonprofit organization and they do just that they provide community hope healing and support for those who are starting to deconstruct or they're doubting their faith, they have a hotline, 184-I-DOUBT-IT. It is a 24-hour hotline run by very well-trained volunteers, and they will chat with you. They will listen to you. It's a lot of peer support, yes. um, and they can connect you to groups uh, such as, I don't know, ex-evangelicals, ex-Mormons, ex-Muslims, ex-Jehovah's, I don't know. And share your experiences with others who have gone through maybe the same situations, similar situations. And there's also the Secular Therapy Project, seculartherapy.org, which is part of this organization as well. However, this is the registry for finding therapists in your area who are not connected to any sort of religious organization. Who will not make you pray? How about that? Right. Just pray it away. Who just, will not re-traumatize you? Don't be sad. Duh. Duh. <laughs> That's it. God. Duh. Stop it. <sighs> but yeah. 184-I-Doubt-It. Seculartherapy.org. Recoveringfromreligion.org. Big shout out to Dr. Daryl Ray. And yes. our friend Gail Jordan. Gail. She's freaking amazing. You see, Sherry went to go see Gail. Yeah, Sherry God, Souza I'm so jealous. from Australia went yes. to visit our friend Gail and yeah. she's playing with goats. I'm so jealous. And we are not. Oh, we're not. So it's all I want, you know? Very God. jealous about that. Goats and onesies. It's all I want. Goats and <laughs> so cute. <laughs> that could be a bad name. Goats and onesies. Go- <laughs> Surprise, it's not. Hmm. Hmm. all right so where can people find you so i'm on tiktok igtheist.earthling that's also same as that's my youtube handle and instagram see that's smart just keep it all you know the same branding motherfuckers (laughs) (laughs) well you're fucking awesome you're very smart very smart i feel dumb it's it's, it's the horn i do not feel smart yet (laughs) You're used, the smartest one in this room right now. She so. used all these words. I just, <laughs> uh, damn it. It's, yeah. No, you well, are amazing. We appreciate yes, you being thank here. Thank you for sharing your story. Thanks you for are everything. Awesome. And explaining I love you guys. Oh. Oh Nobody else does. It's fine. <laughs> Basically, it's just you. Uh, <laughs> it's just you. <laughs> Well, we wanted to uh, give a shout out, obviously, to our viewers, to our 
um, listeners. If you're a listener, strictly a listener, you should be a viewer as Rude. well. Come to YouTube, give us a uh, you know, subscribe to our channel because we want to get to a thousand. I don't and think it's ever gonna happen. happen. <laughs> It's never going to happen. It's fine. It's okay. We already accepted our fate, our reality. Yeah. Uh, we're never going to be monetized. Because we want to be monetized and then demonetized. We want to feel that experience, but we'll never just, get there. Just have the experience. It's just, just the tip. It's just the tip. You know? <laughs> just a little, little tease and then that's it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, please don't forget to like and subscribe. Yes. Hit the notification bell. So we wanted to remind everybody that we have a merch store. And this is the artwork that Mel was talking about. Uh, this is Mel pegging Jesus. Oh, it's the God-shaped hole. It is. It the is. It's, like, it's the only <laughs> hole I love. Okay. God. Oh, no, it's not fucking loading. Way of course. Oh, there we go. So this is Mel eating Twizzlers, yes. pegging Jesus. And it's my two favorite things. With a gag ball. And I'm in the back burning the Garden of Eden. So. Priorities, you know? So there's that. You can find it as a poster. You can wear it as a t-shirt. Yes. Um, a speedo. I think there's a speedo as well. Pasties. Uh, wow. You know. Bath and milk after dark. I'm telling you, that should be a fucking thing. Like, that'd be a whole different thing. But uh, but yeah. <laughs> also, please don't forget to subscribe to our channel. Like you said, smash the like button and hit the notification bell so you don't miss any of our new episodes. Our episodes come out on Mondays, as always, and they are available as audio only. But come on, the fun is here. Come on. <laughs> but if you're looking for what platform to look for, go to uh, tiny.cc slash burning Eden. That's it. Tiny.cc slash burning Eden. No, no, six, six, six. Oh, sad. <laughs> and if you're uh, on Spotify, give us a rating. Five stars. We will only accept five stars. Five stars, five stars. No less. No less. Um, follow us on Twitter if we still have one, because apparently <sighs> Musky Boy fucking charge everybody to pay for or pay. Oh for yeah, Twitter what's basically. up with that? That's bullshit. That's bullshit. So anyway, uh, right now at BathML666, well, is our joint one. Uh, mine is at Maltry Fitty and his is at BathML666. We haven't uploaded shit in a long time. <laughs> I fucking hate Twitter. Because apparently when I go on vacation, Mel can't take care of anything. So what are you talking about? What the you fuck are you talking about? Ghosted shit. Bitch. <laughs> oh, and of course, our supporters on Patreon. You guys are fucking amazing. Fucking Big shout you. out to Ron, Evelyn, Atheist Chico, Chico. Will H, who sent me photos. fucking doing amazing things fucking, over there. Yeah, he's bathing in a pool after riding a camel. Yeah, in the That's what he's the doing. Pyramids. It's Thank fine. you for your service, Will. I guess. Uh, <laughs> Lynn, my friend Lisette, who I got to hang out with in Canada, and our Lizette. friend Robin. And Lisette, you're amazing. Yeah, we love you. I love you more. We love you. Um, don't we? We can't forget our OGs on Anchor: Robin M, really William N, and Kit. Boom. Boom. I love it. <laughs> and that is it for but, today, folks. Uh, yes. Any last words? <laughs> any last words? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> butts. No butts is bad. <laughs> I like it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Again, thank you yes, thank very you. much for yeah. sharing your story with us today and being here in this sh fucking shit show. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Well, that is Fuck what yeah. the Lord wants. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs>